guys, what's going on, man? Welcome back to another episode of the wonderful New York City and CSL podcast, man. It's been a few days. Let's just say ah, this is well, let's just say that this month I always get that yearly nasty sinus infection when the weather changes out here in Thailand. Combination with, of course, the pollution and then end up getting food poisoning. Oh, my goodness gracious. It was a clusterfuck, but I feel a lot better. You guys may hear my voice just a little bit. It feels a little stuffed up, but it's just because my sinuses. But thank God the body ache is, is gone. My goodness. But nonetheless, man, I am here, and I am here to serve you. Today is a very special podcast. This is the first time that I've actually done something like this where I go into heavy detail. I'm talking very particular detail in regards to what the speaking entails you and what it wants you to do on TOEFL IBT. So guys, with that being said, sit back, relax, and let's dive into this. How fast you speak, it's about how consistent you speak. So if you say, yeah, I, I actually agree that, you know, the students I should be there. And you just continue just going and going and go. The AI tech software is not going to be able to pick up and understand what it is you're trying to convey. That's what okay. that means. Okay. If you speak too slow because you want to be careful. I remember I had a student, Marianne Rodriguez, I believe her name was from Venezuela, but wanted to be a teacher out there in uh, Texas. She spoke very slow, very slow. And guess what? She got a 1718. This is about a year ago, but mm. she naturally speaks very slow. I have another student, Soleil. Unfortunately, she only gets like a 21, 22 max because she has a tendency of speaking too slow. Her speaking rate is going to be no higher than a 50. You got to have a consistent rate at which you speak. Let me give you three ways. I'm going to read this sentence out to you right here, this highlighted sentence, okay? I'm going to show you how some students speak too slow. If you speak too fast, it's like driving the car very fast. People may have a hard time keeping up with what you are saying. You see what I mean? That's slow. That's like a 0.8, 0.85 speed. However, I can speak very quickly. If you speak too fast, it's like driving the car very fast. People may have a hard time keeping up with what you're saying, just like it's difficult to see things clearly when you're driving too fast. See, that's too fast. The AI tech is going to be like, oh, just freaking the fuck out, right? However, if you speak like, if you speak too fast, it's like driving the car very fast. People may have a hard time keeping up with what you're saying, just like it's difficult to see things clearly when you're driving too fast. Do you hear that? That's a natural 1.0 speech rate. That's what you're going to have to do with your speak rate, okay? Okay. All right. And so, again, what we're going to do, I'm going to be, like, putting a lot of your speaking into a cart today. Don't worry. We're going to be breaking it all down, okay? But I have to go over these categories for you because it's very important because then you're going to understand, oh, okay. So it's not about this or that. It's about just the sustained speech. If if I'm able to maintain that, emphasize the words, do a couple of other things, I'm going to get, like, a, a 26, 27. Mm-hmm. that's what it comes down to so mm-hmm. sustained speech that is a four out of four both this and the frequency in which you pause have the biggest impacts okay now this is it right here when you speak with sustained speech it means you can talk for a long time without pausing or taking breaks 
just like running in a race without stopping to rest. That's what I would always do in high school. When they told me to run long distances, I'd be like, man, fuck this. I'm walking. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I'm a sprinter. I'm like, oh, fuck this. I'm not running for three miles straight. You crazy. Now. Where did you live? Where did you live in the States? Las Vegas. Born oh, and raised in the Vegas craze. That's right. Oh, wow. oh my God. I hate that place. Uh, but anyways, yes. Born and raised out there. And I would run cross country. But the thing is, sometimes my legs would hurt because I had shitty shoes. Nike makes shitty shoes. And then I'm like, man, I'm going to walk in. This is exactly, metaphorically speaking, what this is about. Now, I'm not talking about speaking very long like this. When you speak with sustained speech, it means you can talk for a long time without pausing or taking breaks, just like running in a race without stopping to rest. Having good sustained speech and TOEFL speaking shows that. No, 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 no. I don't want you to sound like that. I don't want you to have a deep inhale. And speak as long as humanly possible. Now, if you look at these commas, that's where you're going to have your small breaks. When you speak with sustained speech, it means you could talk for a long time without pausing or taking breaks. You see, I said this entire clause right here without putting extra pauses in there. I didn't say it means you can talk for a long time without pausing or taking breaks. See, that's too many pauses. Mm -hmm. However, if you say, it means you could talk for a long time without pausing or taking breaks, but effect though, that's what it wants. Just like running a race without stopping to rest. But effect though, that's what it's looking for. Mm -hmm. Okay, doing okay. deals. All right. All right. And so that's the other part in terms of sustained speech. Like I said, the more you pause, the worse. The more uh, you... That, that, eh, 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 um, I think the internet is a little bit slow. Hello? Can you see me? Yes, it's like slow. Okay. All right. So here we go. Going into the next part. Pause frequency. Mm -hmm. Four out of four impact. Got to make sure that we know what we're doing here. Now check this out. Let's go over these two sentences right here. When you have high pause frequency, it means you take too many breaks or pauses while speaking, right? So having too many pauses in your speech can make it harder for people to understand. They might mm -hmm. lose track of what you're saying. I could show you exactly what that looks like because I have some students who have spoke at 17, 18, and there's a bunch of commas. There are so many commas in their speech. That's where they paused. And those are the pauses that are going to kill the pause frequency. So every time the AI tech, if you see the audio transcript, and I'm going to show you, and you see a bunch of commas everywhere, if you see three words, comma, Two words, comma, four words, comma, five words, comma. That means the AI tech software is picking up that as breaks, pauses. Too many of those. Okay. It's like reading. It's like when you're reading something, you have to read it well, right? Or not? Well, what do you mean by reading it well? For example, when you're reading a paragraph, 
No. Uh, hello, this is pause. Just plain pause, something like that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah? Exactly, right. Uh, so make sure that the other person understands. understands. That's right. That's right. And there are a lot of really bad speakers out there who are not very good with pauses. Like one of them is Tony Robbins. He speaks at a 1.5 speed and he has no pauses in between his speech. Very difficult for a non-native English speaker to like, like be able to listen to him in a long, you know, uh, on, on a consistent basis. However, there he's are- He's a coach, people. right? A coach. Right? Yeah, he's a, yeah, yeah. He's like the transformation he's, coach. He's guy. Yeah, really big guy. Gigantism is the unfortunate disorder that he has. Oh, he has There's, that? Oh, I didn't, yeah, I didn't even know either. Yeah, because he's so giant. He looks like Andre the Giant because his hands are like huge. You know what I mean? Wow. <laughs> yeah, so, but he speaks very quickly. But if you look, listen to Brendan Bouchard, who I obviously always listen to high performance coaching, he always has breaks and asks questions. He lets those questions sit. No, you're not going to do this during your TOEFL, but I'm saying that you got to make sure that you put pauses in so that people can understand and take in that information. This is exactly what we have to do with that AI software too. And, and Arsenio, because I am taking it in a test center, do I have to scream? No, no. The screaming means no. nothing unless it is too loud again you're going to be taking it in lima right lima peru no in arequipa i mean arequipa even better it's okay. like the same. i don't know where that is but that's good the more isolated i know you probably would say no i don't know how many people but listen you're not gonna have a lot uh you're not gonna have indians <laughs> i always have to use them as an example you're not gonna have them screaming at their uh at the computers because i've heard so many times across America, where the Indians are like, okay, I disagree because, you know what I mean? And it's so loud and you can't hear yourself. I believe in Peru. I believe in Peruvians. That's the number one. <laughs> I'm just hoping that the Peruvians are like, mira, mira, I was at the barbecue. I hope that that's not going to happen. But you don't have to scream unless other people are screaming. And But it's going to raise your anxiety. It's going to make you stressed. You might lose mm -hmm. your train of thought because you're trying to talk over other people. The proctor mm -hmm. might uh, end up interrupting you saying, hey, could you please lower your voice because, you know, you're interrupting everyone that you're going to say, no, fuck that. Those are you and all the putas over here, the putas over here, they're going to scream it too. I don't want any of that to happen. So as long as you're consistent, if you have to do this because you're going to have that little microphone, take it mm -hmm. off your ear a little bit. You're still going to have the circle on your screen. Plug your ears all the way in like this. This is kind of how I do it. And then mm -hmm. all you hear is your voice. Okay. Mm -hmm. So if you ever have a problem with a lot of people speaking very loud and stuff like that, plug your ears like this and speak into that microphone. That's all I need you to do. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Mm -hmm. <sighs> You're very welcome. Now, here we go. Repetitions. This is a little bit interesting because it only has a one out of four impact. Now, check this out. I want to just give this nice little uh, breakdown. And again, like I said, it has a weak overall impact. It doesn't really matter. So if we look at this, imagine you're playing a game of catch with your friend. If you keep throwing the ball to the same spot over and over, it becomes repetitive. 
And speaking repetitions happen when you use the same words or phrases too many times in a row. It's like saying the same thing again and again. What does it mean by repetitions, though? What if you say big words over and over? Is it going to classify it as repetitions? No, because nouns are very good. Pronouns are bad. Articles are bad. If you keep saying I, 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 if you keep saying I, or he, 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 she, 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 they, 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 we, 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 you, 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 if you continue saying that over and over and over, the more you have, the worse. Now, is okay. this going to directly impact everything? No. How can you avoid this? Just tell a story. Tell a story. Feel the story. See the story in your mind. Hear the story. Right? If you're able to talk about a story in which you give a beginning, a middle, an end, and then finish it off with the conclusion, speaking, of course, about speaking question one, it's going to be all right. Okay. All right. Okay. So it's all about that. It's all about that. Okay. All right. So let's go to the next one. Phrase length. This is a little bit weird. I, I just want to hurry up and go over this very quickly with you because, again, this is all you need to know right here. The words or phrases are like big blocks containing more words. It's like using longer pieces when building with blocks. However, if you have short phrase length, it means that your words are like small blocks containing fewer words. Remember, it's kind of like this. I like traveling alone. I travel alone because... You see what I mean? These are very short phrases. And then therefore your phrases are going to go down. But they don't want that. They don't want that. They don't want that. Absolutely not. But if you look at this phrase right here, and if you were to say this, imagine you are building with blocks and each block represents a word or a small group of words. That is like a 15 word phrase. I'm going to score fucking massive. Got it? Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Good. That's what I'm going to need. That's what I'm going to need from you. All right. So here we go. Distribution of pauses. This is a little bit weird, a little bit weird, but let's just take this. All right. Brief breaks at appropriate moments. What does that mean? After a comma, after a period. So if I were to say this entire sentence, I'm going to say it with brief breaks at appropriate moments based on the commas and the periods within the sentence. If you have a good distribution of pauses, it means you take brief breaks at appropriate moments while speaking. It's like playing the piano with well-timed pauses between the notes, creating a pleasing and harmonious sound. Do you see that? Like other than the me stopping after creating a pleasing and harmonious sound, I have a break after the first comma, first period, second comma, second period. This is exactly what it means by the distribution of pauses. However, if you say, if you have a good distribution of pauses, it means you take brief breaks at appropriate moments while speaking. It's like playing the piano with well-timed pauses between the notes, creating a pleasing and harmonious sound. Too many goddamn pauses, right? Yes. 
Okay. Mm -hmm. So the more you sound like you're storytelling, the better. <laughs> right. Right. It's about that storytelling. And that has a three out of four impact as well as phrase lane. So that is huge. Now, rhythm says it's only two out of four, but I do believe that this is really a four out of four. All right. And so it's like singing a song. If you have pleasant rhythm, it's very good. There's like a cadence. It's like a cadence, right? If you know about music and stuff like that, I know some, some of my students are like part-time musicians and stuff like that. It's like a cadence. One, two, three, four. One, two, three, four. One, two. That's me and my musician, you know, me being a, a man when I was younger. However, if you have a very fast rhythm, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one. The rhythm ends up going a little bit higher and lower. Or if you have a very slow rhythm and then you pick it up, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, one, two. That is not going to be good. Okay. That's the rhythm. That's okay. what rhythm means. You got to have a consistent rhythm. One, two. And guys, that is the end. Thank you again for tuning into this amazing uh, podcast. If you guys liked it, please make sure you share it with everyone else out there and make sure you leave a review on the Spotify or Apple store. Nonetheless, God damn it, I really don't give a damn about reviews. I just care about helping you guys. So with that being said, stay tuned for another podcast and I'll see you in the next one over and out.